Good evening and welcome back to Black Women of a Certain Age. It's okay to breathe, sister. I have been gone for a while. Uh, I think about seven days since I did my first, uh, you know, my first episode. So, you know, just life got in the way a little bit, and also just been kind of thinking about the subject matters. And I don't want to get on here and start bouncing around everywhere on different subjects. So, I think today I wanted to talk about uh, letting go of things and people that no longer serve you. So that's going to be something that a lot of people um, don't want to do. Uh, It's going to be something that's going to be hard to do for some people. I know I didn't want to do it, and it was very hard for me. It was, if I tell you it was hard, it was really, really hard. And the hard part wasn't so much uh, letting go of the things you know, but letting go of the people, you know, that no longer serve you, people that you've had in your life for many years. And sometimes when I say let go, I'm not, I have to clarify that, you know, for everyone. Let me clarify it because sometimes you can let go of things and you can let go of them and let go of them for good for always and they're just gone and there's no, you know, no turning back. There's no coming back. And some things you can let go of, but you let go of them in a sense of not giving them priority in your life anymore. That kind of letting go. So I had to do that type of letting go when it came down to the people. Um, I had to let go of letting them have say and control over what I did, when I did it, how I did it. I had to let go of that. Um, I don't think there are any people that I have totally let go of. Um, But I have quite a few that I have let go of in a sense of I am not prioritizing what you think of me and how you feel about me anymore. I'm let go of I'm letting go of that. You don't get a lot of my thought anymore because I used to put so much uh thought into people I, I, I want them around because I don't want to be by myself or I better treat them a certain way because if I treat them like this, then they're not going to talk to me anymore and then I'll be alone. So my whole thing was once I sat back and I looked at it, it was me being alone because that's what came at the, at the end of every, well, I'm going to do this for them. I'm not going to say anything to make them mad because they won't talk to me anymore. And then I'll be alone or I won't hang, I won't be able to, you know, they won't ask me to go anywhere with them. Or I won't be around them anymore. I won't be invited to their home anymore if they're mad at me and I'll be alone. So I'm in a situation right now where I'm alone. And I have now lived alone going on three years. And it feels 
damn good. Let me tell you, it feels good. It feels exhilarating. The one thing that I was so afraid of happening to me happened to me. And I had no control over it. I couldn't I couldn't stop it from happening. And you know, you know, even with trying to push back and trying to hold it back. You ever see those um those cartoons or those shows when something is when you see the little person and they pushing and their leg the back leg is is out and the other leg is bent and their hands are pushing so hard up against something, but this force just keep on pushing them and it's pushing them back and back and back. Well, that's how I was. That's how I was. And I just, it just, it just overpowered me, you know, and it, and it's like, okay, you have no choice now, but to live by yourself. And guess what? You still alive. You're still good. You're learning something new about yourself. You are regaining something that you had before and you laid it down somewhere and forgot where you put it well now i'm showing you where it is so you can go back and pick it up this is where it's been it's been laying here this whole time i've been trying to get you to pick it up but you kept throwing other stuff on top of it so now you know you you can find that part of you that you lost but you got to stop with the pushback and you just got to let it take over you. And when it takes over you and that fear diminishes, you start realizing how strong you are and the strength that you have to overcome so many things that you didn't know that you were able to overcome. That's what happened when, when I just said, you know what, forget it. I'm gonna, I'm just letting it go. Is is getting to be too much. I'm tired of fighting. You know, I my feet are hurting. Uh, my arms are hurting from trying to hold this this the inevitable back. Just let it go, you know, and see what happens. You know, see what happens if you just let go and give into it. And so that's what I did, and I just started not taking things from people. I mean, actions from people that I would normally take because I was so afraid of them not being in my life. Um, I started having conversations that I wanted to have instead of me not saying what I want to say, just listening to you talk all the time. No, I started putting my take on and put my two cents in it. And I got to a point and I'm still at at that point right now to where if you don't like what my input is and if you don't like what my thought process is and how I think about things and how I do things, if you don't like that about me, you don't have to talk to me. You don't have to talk to me ever again in life. You really don't. And that's how I honestly feel. And I have that feeling about everybody right now because not so long ago I didn't pay attention to the fact that everyone kind of had that feeling about me 
It's like, oh, we'll take you. We take you. If we don't, we don't. But I was the one still trying to hold on, just holding on and holding on. But no one was holding on to me, is what I realized. No one was holding on to me. Or they were kind of holding on, but not like I had, I was holding on to them. I mean, I had the G.I. Joe with the Kung Fu grip holding on to people, (laughs) you know. But nobody was holding on to me that way. I was flipping and flopping all over the place. But nobody was trying to anchor me down. You know, I felt like that little thing in the car lot that the air blows in it and it's just flopping back and forth. You bend to the front, flop to the back, to the side, to the side. And it just goes crazy when the wind blows it. That's how I felt. And there was no one trying to anchor me down, but I was trying to anchor people. I was trying to hold on to people who weren't trying to hold on to me. So I just let go. I, I let go. I, I did, you know, guys, no one, you guys don't know, but I went skydiving and it was the most exhilarating thing I have ever done. You know, the most daring and the most challenging thing I've ever done. I went skydiving and as that plane climbed up, I think they said we looked like 10,000 feet, something like that. And I was, I did it tandem. So I was strapped on to, you know, the jumper. And the guy gets to the edge, you know, and it's so funny because everybody was piling on the plane, right? And it was like one of these little planes. I'm going to get back on subject. I just want to say this. And it was like a B-2 bomber plane or something like that. It was all silver. So we climb up and they said, we're going up 10,000 feet. And I'm letting everyone get on the plane, letting everyone get on. And I was like, because I didn't want to be squeezed up in the nose part. So I was like, they look like they kind of packed up in there. So I'm like, yeah, go on, everybody. Uh Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But what I didn't take in consideration is, as we climbed up those 10,000 feet, being the last person on the plane meant I was the first person (laughs) to jump out. Oh my Lord. When that guy told me that, and that, that, that big door rolled up like a garage door, and it rolled up, and this little guy, the little trainer guy was standing there and I'm looking at him and still not even resonating with me. Hey, goofball, you're next, you know? And the little guy standing there and he's on the edge and I'm just looking at him and he's looking at me, then he waves and I wave at him and he flips out of the plane. And I was like, oh my God, oh my gosh, oh my God. And then that's when I realized, <gasps> and then my, the guy that I'm tandem, I'm strapped to, he's scooching, scooching, scooching toward the door. And I was like, oh my, he's like, yeah, we're up next. And then it hit me. I am up next to jump out of this plane. So the last one in, the first one out. And my heart was starting to beat through my chest. And as I was strapped to him and we turned around, he, he turned me, he turned us around to where his back was facing outward. And I was leaning up against him. He said, okay, we are going to jump on three. And I was like, okay. He goes one, two, and he flips out of the plane. And I was like, oh my God. And then I told myself and I was like, calm yourself down, calm down. You are going to enjoy this ride. We are not getting ready to panic. We're not going to be up here screaming with our eyes closed and not seeing anything. This is a once, well, I'm not going to say it's a once in a lifetime thing because I do plan to get it, do it again. 
But at that time, I was like, this is a once in a lifetime thing. You are jumping out of an airplane 10,000 feet in the sky. Get yourself together, girl. Open your eyes. Calm yourself down and enjoy this ride. And that's what I did. I had to I had to let go of that fear. I let go of that panic. I made my heart slow down. And the guy, I was strapped to him. And he he's there. He's like, I'm going to turn us around so we can see. He's so you can see everything. And some kind of way he turns the parachute. He leans it. And we did a complete circle up there in the sky while we are slowly heading <laughs> toward earth. And we turned around and he let me see everything. And then he lets me see, he, we hang out up there for a minute. He goes, okay, we're going down, lean back on me and I'm gonna hit the ground first. Fine. That was one of the most exhilarating things I have ever done to date in my life. And I think about that, letting go of that fear of being scared because I am touching nothing but this man's body and this little string called parachute. <laughs> that's the only thing that's touching me. Everything else is just air. There's nothing else to grab onto. So letting go of that fear and just relaxing myself. And that's what I had to do with those people in my life that I had to let go of that part of them and i didn't let go of them per se but i was willing and ready to if there was some opposition to how i am now as opposed to how i used to be i am i'm, I'm at a point now that i can say that i will let them go if it's going to better me i'm going to let them go and I don't have any problem saying that right now. I really don't have any problem saying that. I'm just letting go of anyone and anything that doesn't serve me anymore. Because I had to start thinking, if I keep, if I keep holding on to this and it's not doing anything for me, then more likely it's hurting me if it's not helping me. And why would I hold on to something that hurts me? Because first of all, it's going to eliminate me before whatever this thing is that I'm holding on to gets eliminated. It's taking a toll on me mentally. It's taking a toll on me physically. It's taking a toll on me spiritually. It's taking a toll on me emotionally. So why in the world am I holding on to it? If there's no benefit in it if every time i'm around it i don't feel good if every time i'm with it i'm not happy if every time it's in my presence the even if there is some happiness it's only just for a little while because i'm waiting for the sadness to come because I know it's coming. I know it's coming, you know, 
the happiness will be there, the joyfulness, the playfulness, the concern, you know, the giving will only be there for a little while. And then before you know it, ah, okay, there you are, you're back. Your true self is back then. Now I have to deal with that. No. I had to I had to give that up about some people. I had to give it up and just say, you know, I, I started saying to myself, we are all just people, you know. We're all this ball of energy here on this human journey. And we all have a journey that we have to take. The only thing I can say is when those journeys cross my path and I'm, I did not try to figure out why, first of all, your journey intersected with mine. I, I try to figure that out. And then I, I sit down and I talk and I meditate and I ask the universe, okay, what was this for? What is this person here for? Um, why am why you know did our, our past cross? What is it for, and why? So I try to you know I try to do that and I try to figure it out. But if it ever gets to a point to where it's not serving me, that every time it's got to be you know some malice or it's got to be some contempt or there's got to be some type of if it seems like a struggle you know to me then at that point i've I've gotten to that point to where i can say you know what i don't care how bad it hurts me i won't let it go i'll let it go i'll work through the pain you know but i will let it go and i will not subject myself to you know I won't subject myself to the hurtful, harmful actions just so I can be around you or just so you can talk to me or just so I can be in your presence. I'm not going to subject myself to, subject myself to that anymore. I, I have learned in these uh, almost three years how to live alone how to have minimal conversations with people, how to um, not expect anything for people. I don't, not to have expectations for people. That's what I wanted to say. How to just say, they're just, you just who whoever you are, you know, whatever journey you decided to come down here on, that's just a part of your journey. In some type of way, our lives intersected in that. And I got put into some of your journey and you got put into some of mine. But I have to still say that's who you are and not be so judgmental, not get upset because you've already shown me time and time again who you are. So it's not like I don't know. So I try now just don't even get upset about it because it's not like I'm finding out for the first time that that's who you are. That's the type of person that you are. So I had to learn to let go of some people because of who just and just 
realize that they are who they are. You know, I let go of some things, you know, that were not serving me. I, I just had to let go of some things. So I say that to say this, it's, it's hard to let go, but if it's beneficial to your well-being, please do it. Is that that fear of jumping out that plane? If you just calm yourself down and calm your mind, calm your heart, calm your spirit, look in the mirror and see who you are and just say, I got this. It's a, it's a mind thing. You have to tell your mind, your mind that you can do this regardless of what the situation is that's going on. And everybody's situation is different. Some people are more extreme than others, but you still, it's in your mind. It is a mindset to sit up and tell yourself to let go of anything and anyone that is not serving you. If it is hurting you, in any way whatsoever let it go that can be food alcohol drugs uh gambling uh people uh tv uh anything whatever it is that's if it's hurting you please let it go because in the, in the end in the long run you're gonna leave before that thing does so whatever that is that's hurting you is gonna still be here but you'll probably be dead or you'll be somewhere feeling like you're dead. So just let it go. It's okay. If you let it go, I'm telling you on the other side of that is something so wonderful. It is something so wonderful on the other side of letting things go that no longer serve you. Once you let it go and just see how quick that wonderful happens, and start occurring and then you're gonna be like i should have did this sooner it's like when people retire and they've worked all the way up until they're like 80 some years old and then once you retire and you see how wonderful it is to be it is to be retired you're like i should have did this in my 50s i did it in my 50s i retired at 55 years old that's another story i want to tell also how i got to that point but i did i retired at 55 it was something that I spoke and I tell everyone that I talk to about it. I spoke it into existence. And that's another thing I want to talk about also speaking things into existence. I spoke that into existence and I was able to retire, fully retire with full medical benefits and everything from my job at the age of 55. So just wanted to put that out there and just let you guys know, just let it go, baby. Let it go. If it is no longer serving you, if it don't taste good anymore, if it don't fit right anymore, if it just don't look good to you anymore, if it don't smell right to you anymore, whatever it's doing <laughs> that's rubbing you the wrong way and got you all salty and, and scratched up on your side, let it go. It's a slow process. Sometimes it's a fast process. It's according to who you are and what it is. But stick with it and let it go. And I promise you, on the other side of it is wonderful. It's beauty. It's happiness. It's excitement. 
And then you're going to start looking around for other things that you can let go because you want to keep that feeling going. So just let it go. It's fine. You know, talk to people who talked you into letting it go. Don't talk to people who are always saying, mm, I don't know if I was you, I wouldn't do that. You know, you don't be listening to that lady on no podcast. You don't know if she let go of nothing or not. Baby, I'm telling you, I let it go. And I am still to this day letting things go. Sometimes those things come back to try to revisit me, but I still I have to put on my blocker. Sometimes a little bit of a seep in that get it gets its foot in the door, and I kick that foot right out the door and close it and say, uh-uh. I let you go for a reason. You're gonna stay over there in the let go pile. So it's okay to let some things go. It really is. It's okay to breathe. Some of us are walking around here holding our breath. And I know how that is, and I know how it feels because I've been doing it. Breathe, sister. Breathe and let go of anything and anyone that is no longer serving your life's purpose. Okay, my lovelies. My time is up. I think I've talked enough, you know, for today, for today, tonight, this night out here. And I just want to leave you with that. Just let it go. It's okay. It's going to be okay. Keep it in your mind. Whatever you think of that you want, you will draw it to yourself. So if you keep thinking you want to let it go, just watch how every day, slowly and slowly, it starts slipping away, whatever it is you want to go away. You guys have a lovely, beautiful rest of your evening. Peace.